T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Ball game over. Boston wins. Well, the Boston Red Sox have to be congratulated. They have come back from 3-0 down to win four straight games and win the American League Championship Series. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Keep McPherson on the fan till 2 a.m. Right now, Rangers fans are driving home happy. The garden was rocking. An overtime win. 5-4. Right now, Devils fans are driving home happy. An overtime win. 5-4 at the Rock. Let's go. The Isles win as well. The Nets were on, but, you know, the Nets are playing without Kyrie, KD, Ben Simmons and James Harden. <laughs> we'll have that full Kyrie trade conversation at some point tonight. I wasn't going to waste my five-hour show on Friday on it, especially when we didn't know exactly what was going to go down. Now we know. Now we're in the future, baby. I was in Barkley Center having a good time tonight, so I think we start off talking about the Nets game and the energy around the Nets. It felt good, you know, coming up from the train, and seeing people outside Barclays Center, no one was protesting. There were no signs, no megaphones, no stand with Kyrie shirts. I said, oh, this is what it's like to show up to my home arena, excited to watch basketball and not have people out here saying the Holocaust didn't happen. Not have people out here saying that DeMar Hamlin died from taking the vaccine. You know, that's the type of propaganda that goes on out there. I wouldn't make it up. Nets fans are driving home. You know what I'm talking about. And 
If you listen to me on the fan, I think I've been to four games this year. Uh, maybe five. But, like, I went to opening night, and then Kyrie did that nonsense, and I fell back. I fell all the way back because that's not me. I didn't even want to be in that area. I didn't want to show up to the games with all the nonsense going on. I'm like, here we go again. We did it last year. You know, opening night last year, they had uh, Black Lives Matter folks. They had MAGA folks and just anti-vax folks out there protesting. I was good on that. I'm into sports. I'm not with all the politics, all the nonsense. I want to see these guys hoop. I want to see these guys play ball. And they did tonight. They did tonight. Cam Thomas is here. The future is now, old man. That young man is ready. 40-point games back-to-back. Like, Cam was sitting on the bench getting DMPs. Nets fans are excited because we know what he is. He's a bucket. And now with Kyrie out of the way, we'll get to see what he really has. We'll see in year two if he took a step. Now, Saturday night, the Nets knocked off the Wizards in Brooklyn. And there was a good amount of fans there. And something I say on Talking Nets, my Nets podcast, is this Nets world has been built. What I mean by that is I've watched them move the organization from New Jersey to Brooklyn. I've watched them the last 10 years build a fan base to the point where other teams aren't coming in and taking over our building. To the point where it doesn't matter who's on the floor. The fans are in the seats. And the fans are rooting for whoever is playing. Drew Smith was getting burned tonight. Kessler Edwards was getting burned tonight. We had G League guys on the floor going toe-to-toe with NBA superstars like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. A loss is a loss, but at the same time, the Nets fought, and you saw guys like Edmund Sumner getting it done. You saw guys like Royce O'Neal getting it done. Nick Claxton getting it done. And I already mentioned that we had a couple G Leaguers out there like, The Nets are playing with whoever they have available. Kudos to Jacques Vaughn for dealing with all of this the right way. Just being a professional and showing up and not making excuses. And also showing up and not talking down on anybody. Now, the thing with the Kyrie situation is this. The fan base is split on it. And I I definitely think some people have me confused. I was a supporter of Kyrie Irving from the time I heard of the kid in... St. Anthony's High School coming up out of New Jersey. I'd support everybody coming out of my home state. Because when I was playing sports, I wanted people to support me. I wanted people to put on for me too. And tell people, hey, I saw Keith McPherson score six touchdowns in one game. I wanted people to do the same thing. So for Kyrie being a local hometown kid, coming back home, playing for the New Jersey Nets, now Brooklyn Nets, a lot of us supported him. He betrayed the fan base. It's okay. (laughs) He put his contract negotiations in front of the team. The team is trying to survive without Kevin Durant right now. And you know what? The organization said, all right, this is your last stunt. Enough. We can't live off of hope that you bring us a championship. We can't live off the potential of you and KD to get it done. You were swept out of the first round last year. You had no value this past summer after that. Let's see what we can get for you now. They're able to get... Dorian Finney-Smith, they're able to get our old guy, the tech guy with the jumper who Nets fans that were here prior to the KD-Kyrie era, you know Spence was our guy. He was the guy hitting buzzer beaters, scoring the most points. Spence was sixth man of the year, went and won the all-star competition, uh, skills competition. You know, this is a guy that we thought should have been an all-star. Kobe told him, you should be an all-star. Rest in peace to Mamba. 
Cam Thomas is a Kobe fan and disciple. He makes sure everybody knows that he's a Kobe guy. And he spoke tonight about how him and Kyrie, you know, they're like brothers. They joke around and they bonded talking about Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant is a guy that Kyrie Irving obviously was very close with. When Kobe passed, Kyrie skipped work. And that was the last time the Boo York Icks beat the Brooklyn Nets. They are the Boo York Icks. They are the Boo York Icks. Go, Boo York. Go, Boo York. Go. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> Back to the Nets. The Nets lose the game tonight. But that's a hard-fought game, right? That's a game that with minutes left, people are looking around like, wait, they might steal another one. You know, like they did against the Wizards. But the Wizards, you know, Chris Tapps Porzingis fouled out. They had next to nothing. They got closed out tonight by professionals, by superstars, by an actual NBA team coached by an actual NBA head coach. I'm not mad at that. That's the most fun I ever had at a game with the Nets losing because the vibes were right. You could tell, right? No one's trolling Nets fans because Nets fans are relieved. No one's making fun of Brooklyn Nets fans because we're like, hey, we're good. We don't care at this point. We knew it was going to end some kind of way, right? The Kyrie saga, how many times in the last two years did people say, that might be the last uh, game he plays in a Nets jersey? We knew it was going to end in a stupid kind of way. It actually ended in a perfectly fine way. You get picks, and you get two players that add size and experience to this team. Now, what we're waiting on is to see how Kevin Durant responds. Some speculated that he wasn't going to be at the game tonight. He was there. He was on the bench. He showed up late. He left early. But Slim can do that. That's perfectly fine. The trade deadline approaches Thursday. We'll see what happens. Nets fans, call me up, 877-337-6666. If you'd like to talk about your team, your organization, the fan base, that is here now, no matter who's out there on the floor. One man is not going to crumble the fan base. And the other fan base in town taking victory laps when you still haven't beat that team with a bunch of different configurations on the floor, when you're not above that team in the standings, where you're not a playoff team, you're probably a playing team this year. Enough already. We get it. We get it. Colossal fail. The big three failed. KD Kyrie era fail. But the Brooklyn Nets are not going to fail. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan till 2 a.m., we're going to talk Super Bowl, of course. It's Super Bowl week. Media day is today. I think it's going on right now or ending. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about Brian Cashman, Yankees fans. I have a lot to say on that, especially after seeing so many of you at American Dream this weekend. It was great. We'll talk Steve Cohen, maybe a little Carlos Beltran for the Mets fans. And then we got to get somebody to call that was either at the Rock or the Garden to talk puck tonight. I got to take this break. We're up against the hour. It's about to be 11. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yeah, yeah. Inside the 11th hour, your boy KM till 2 a.m. on the fan. Call me up. Let's get right back into it. There's so much to talk about. Like, even hearing Brian Cashman's voice right there. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait on that one. I'm going to wait on that one. I got a few thoughts for cash. But I want to sprinkle in some uh, football stuff. We're talking all sports tonight. I mean, obviously, hockey, big night. All three locals win. Uh, hoops, NBA deadline approaches, and uh, one star is out of Brooklyn. We'll definitely talk to people about that. 877-337-6666. I see people calling. I'm going to get to the calls. Football-wise, though, I think we spent the last two weeks talking about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. And now going into this week, it's cooled down some. Obviously, because of Devontae Adams. Did anybody watch that Pro Bowl stuff this weekend? It was I, I, I watched it, but I didn't actively watch it. Like, I had it on. But myself as a football guy, like, I don't want to see these guys play seven on seven. I don't want to see these guys play flag. I guess I understand the safety part of it. You know, the skills, competitions and stuff, they tried to make it cool. I just can't, I can't get into it yet. I don't know. The Pro Bowl, it's going to take some years for me to, I guess, adapt to this new Pro Bowl. I haven't cared about the Pro Bowl in a long time, but whatever. Devontae Adams was on the mic out there in Vegas, and he's recruiting hard. Much harder than Nathaniel Hackett, if Nathaniel Hackett is recruiting at all. And uh, Devontae Adams obviously is out there campaigning for his guy Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr is out of there. And uh, he said, you know, why would anybody not do that? I mean, 100%, that's my guy. Obviously, wishful, wishful thinking, but we'll see what happens. Like, you know, he's there, and he went there for Derek Carr. Derek Carr is out. He wants to play with his old quarterback. His old quarterback is potentially on the move to an AFC team. And we spent two weeks saying it's Aaron Rodgers, it's Aaron Rodgers, it's Aaron Rodgers for the Jets. But, uh, you know, if you believe in Vegas and DraftKings, They've got Aaron Rodgers to Las Vegas as minus 500. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is plus 250. And they're saying that this is going to be a record Super Bowl for betters. I've already got $100 in Super Bowl boxes. But now with gambling being legal in so many places digitally, it's going to be huge. The current record held by last year's Super Bowl, betters put up just over $937 million on the Rams and Bengals last year. And uh, the American Gaming Association projects that the total bet on the game was somewhere around $7.6 billion, and they're expecting that to go up. Gamblers are expected to lay down $176.2 million in the state of Nevada alone. Obviously, it's huge here in New York. Uh, I'm interested to see. I think they said something like $16 billion was wagered in New York in the first year of sports gambling. It's a monster. And uh, we'll see what those monsters are doing out there as more things come out of media day. I'm trying to keep my eye on it to see if anything popped, if anything happened. But it's really just them talking to reporters. Radio Row, shout out to Boomer and Geo out there. Uh, our CBS radio team is out there as well. I'm sure it's fun out there in Arizona. But other than that, on the Giants side, Mike Kafka might be out of here. Uh, I really would like Mike Kafka to stay. I really would like to see another year with Daniel Jones, Brian Dable, and uh, Kafka. But the Arizona Cardinals, uh, Lou Anarumo, I don't know. There's uh, some buzz around these guys. Um, they're not done interviewing. And uh, Kafka could take that job, go somewhere warmer, and we'll see. Giants fans, we'll see. 
Who do you have in mind for a replacement? Who's the next guy up if he departs? 877-337-6666. Let's go to the phones now. Let's uh, hit the line and see what you guys have. I've got a ton to fill in with. Stay tuned for my take on what Brian Cashman had to say. And uh, my take on what Steve Cohen had to say. I, I admire the guy. Steve Cohen, my kind of guy. And uh, I like what he's doing in baseball. And I like how he's doing his medias as well this year, right? He started off kind of quiet. He started off kind of, you know, not trying to ruffle feathers too much. He's not worried about these owners or other teams. This is a guy trying to win the World Series. And we're this close to pitchers and catchers reporting. We got a week. We got a week. 877-337. A six is six. Two more sixes. Devils fans, call me up if you're driving home. Still high off that win. Rangers fans, hit me up if you're driving home. Still high off that win. Jacob Truba, what is up with him? He's a bully. What is up with him? Pop goes the weasel, said a weasel go pop. He popped that man's helmet off. And then somebody else tried to jump in on him. Then he beat him up. Like <laughs> He's a dog. I've watched that video a couple times now. I know the garden was turned up from that. And both teams pull off overtime wins. Can't complain about the local hockey, the local puck, and the Islanders win 2-1 down there in Philadelphia. Just to humble those Philadelphians a little bit. Just to humble them a little bit. Last night I'm watching the Knicks game against the Sixers. Knicks beat the Sixers to humble them a little bit. But, you know, there's obviously some Philly folks in the crowd. When is there not? You know, we're in New York. It's not that far. And uh, those Eagles chants, as soon as I heard the Eagles chants break out and then uh, the Knicks fans, uh, you know, chant Eagles suck, I'm like, all right, I, I put a bet on the uh, Eagles money line and for the Super Bowl. I'm like, yeah, I think the Eagles are a lock. Last week I was telling you, Kansas City, I think that's just the hater in me. I can't root for Philly, can't root for the Eagles. But, uh, yeah, you know, if the Knicks start chanting their names, if the Knicks are chanting Eagles suck, yeah, yeah, there's something in – the sports universe, there's something up in the air now. The Eagles probably win the Super Bowl, and we got to live in that reality real soon. Come on, Pat Mahomes. Come on, Andy Reid. Outcoach him, please. All right. I said I was going to get to the phones. I haven't done that yet. Let's go to Jimmy first because Jimmy's going to correct me on something that I said in my open. Oh, but man, you know, Keithy, what up, brother? What up, Jim? I just made one little boo-boo. Kyrie, uh graduated at St. Patrick's and Elizabeth High School. Yes, sir. You know, as Jersey City guys know, St. Anthony's, though. That's why that's always fresh in my mind. I, I said that last year when the St. Peter's Prep kids, excuse me, St. Peter's College kids made their run. People were calling up, it's not St. Peter's Prep. I'm like, I know. It's the, it's the college versus the high school. I used to live on Grand Street by the school, and I also used to pick those kids up at the college and take them over there to Journal Square so they could get on the path when I was driving Lyft Uber. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, what you got? Hey, my man. Hey, you know, I really thought when we got this general manager for the Nets that he was going to be some. But you know what? He turned out to be no better than Billy King, who turned out to be one of the worst GMs we've had. Now yeah. this guy has turned into the same thing with all the young talent and picks we had that he traded to Boston for those three guys. This guy went out and got these three guys, ruined our young youth that we had in here. Yeah. Now we're probably going to start all over. Who knows if we're going to keep this GM? But thank God they're starting to see what Cam Thomas was. I knew what he was last year when a couple of games he came in, he put up 20-plus in the few minutes that he played. But he's a talent there. Him, the kid, something that could always come off the bench for points. Uh, I hope KD stays. Me too. hope he does. 
I hope we make a trade for the deadline. I hope we get a, another big guy in here. Spicy uh, P. Uh, Biggest spicy P. It's on. I don't know if it's going to happen, though. We'll see what Toronto wants to do. But I'm with you. Sean Marks, you know, we used to, we used to I think, hype Sean Marks up because we felt like he pulled us, you know, out from the underground, like the death that we were in in the last trade with the Paul Pierce Garnett trade. We felt like he came in and engineered something that, you know, brought us back to life. But, man, mm-hmm. did he make mistakes. Uh, from yeah. from trading for James Harden, then trading James Harden and taking on Ben Simmons. Where's Ben Simmons at? We could have used him tonight. Um, yeah, right? Yeah, it's tough. Hey, hey, at least we got one of our old guys back in Dinwiddie. You got to uh, love if we, it. If, if we can get Allen back, then I'll really be happy. <laughs> Me happen. too. I that said, Karis, Jared Allen, we're never yeah. getting those guys back. Spencer, I'll take that. That one that one I'll was for the it, fans. Yeah, we'll, take a, we'll take a big guard back all the time. Hey, Keith, how you like yeah, I never told you I'm a Devils fan also, but how you like the two 21-year-olds we got in yeah, the Metropolitan area? And Hughes and Cam Thomas, two yeah, kids, 21 future. years old, the future bright. The future is right now, and we're seeing it, and those guys aren't going anywhere. You know, no, Devils, no, no. Hey, Devils aren't letting hey. Jack go anywhere. He was just down there showing off in the uh, All-Star weekend. He's he's the future of the Devils, and the whole league knows it. Oh, yeah. Hey, where were you last week? I, talk, I tried to get you on my $5,000 bet on the Eagles. I told you about you didn't in Jersey City when we won, <laughs> but you didn't want no part of that. You said so. Now I'm a, nah, I'm flip flopping this week. Now I'm like, I'm yeah, a, no, no, I'm a Eagles. Take this week. No, no, take the Eagles in the Super Bowl to win thirty-three to thirteen. Keith, it's gonna be a blowout. It's not even gonna be a game. Trust me. If the yes. Eagles are tough on both sides of the ball. I predict Mahomes probably get knocked out in the second quarter. That run game of the Eagles, I mean the Kansas City. Yeah, I know. I did some homework this weekend, Jimmy, and I'm just like, they're not. I don't know. No, Keith, we'll 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 meet at we'll meet at the pizzeria downtown Jersey City. Raza, right? Raza, yeah. I'll pick up the tab and we'll 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 go over some things. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Keith, man, I'll keep it deep, brother. Keep keep it keep it strong about our nets, all right, brother. I got you, Jimmy. Thanks for the call, bro. Jersey City, we outside. I mean. A few things there. Yeah, you know, just like trying to I'm I was trying to convince myself this weekend of how I think the Chiefs can beat the Eagles. And I just think the Eagles are too stacked. Uh and there's so many guys that are hungry on that team. You know, there's so many guys that were on that team when they did win the Super Bowl that are kind of at the end of their career and those guys will lead the way and it just sucks to live in a reality where we're about to watch the Eagles potentially win another Super Bowl in like six years. Giants fans can't be feeling that. I know Cowboys fans can't be feeling that. I know just New Yorkers can't be feeling that. They turn the Empire State Building green and white. Like <laughs> it's like New York been soft ever since Snoop came through and crushed the building. Hate to say it, but it's like, when are we gonna win something? When are we gonna win a championship? Brian Cashman? You're going on Chicago radio to talk about the fans? Are we getting to you? Are you taking it personal now because your contract was up and you heard all the noise about how the fans didn't want you back? It's been 13 years. Now you're talking about perceptions versus reality and expectations. Well, you set that. (laughs) You set those expectations. You set that bar, right? You have your players go out every year. I have to listen to IKF last year in spring training talking about winning a title. About bringing the Yankees back to the World Series. IKF. That was a guy that you brought here. Same with Josh Donaldson, right? 
And so when you're talking about, oh, <laughs> I forget what happened. Where, where did we finish? <laughs> you were in the final four, but your final four games, you couldn't beat a team that owned you the whole regular season and that has owned you since 2015, really, that has sent you home in the postseason multiple times. They're your daddy. They own you. And you're on Chicago radio talking like that, bro? That ain't right. That's kind of weird to me, right? We don't even get a fan fest here in New York. The fans are pulling up to American Dream. Tons of Yankees fans. Shout out to every single person that I met at American Dream over the weekend. Like, I can't tell you how much love I felt in that room. I can't tell you how proud I am to be a Yankees fan and be in this Yankees universe and just thankful that me rooting for this team and chasing my dream put me in the same circle as all of you. Win a World Series so the world can see the greatest fans in the world. It is an F when you come up short because you've come up short for 13 years and you're in New York. You have all the resources, right? You forget how the season ended. You have a home field advantage in Yankee Stadium more than anywhere else in this league. Couldn't even use it because you couldn't steal a game in Houston. And then you're changing the lineup. And you got young guys playing that shouldn't be playing. And you're trying to figure it out as you go along game by game. It was a joke. And you're talking about, nah, please, why are you going on Chicago radio to talk about the New York fans and the New York Yankees? It's like mixed messages. You send those messages out to your players. Your players are the ones always talking about World Series, title, championship. We're going on 14 years if it doesn't go down this season. And looking at the roster right now, it doesn't look like you've made enough moves for this team to beat the Astros and be a championship team. Yeah, Judge is cool, but you mess that up. You should have had Judge for much less. It's your guy. <laughs> so we're supposed to celebrate you signing Judge? You didn't have a good year last year. Aaron Judge had a good year last year. To spite you. Betting on himself. Don't even, hey, don't even get me going. Let me go back to the phones. I could rip that all night. Young Josh in Passaic, my guy, how you doing? Hey, Keith, how you doing? Fantastic, but, you know, if Cashman, I, like, you, know, I'm not the one. You don't want me to start talking about Cashman. I used to support the guy. Cash rules everything around me, but I didn't like hearing that he's going on other radio stations. Come on the fan. Would love to talk to Brian Cashman. And I'll see him. I'll see him in the stadium. We Mets fans, our GM doesn't have too much problems. Steve Cohn gives him the blank check, and he just decides pretty much how to use this. He's new. He's new. He's He's new. Uh, Cashman been here for a long time. Uh, I, that surprised me to hear him go on, uh, you know, r- radio in another city and talk about, you know, our fan base and our expectations. And I guess we're overreacting, huh? I guess Yankees fans are overreacting to being swept and watching Jeremy Pena and the Houston Astros celebrate on our field. I guess we were overreacting with that. And with the Nets, with Kyrie, I mean, after I saw. Saturday night's game, I'm like, after the Nets see what Cam Thomas is doing, it's a big chance they're going to trade Kyrie. I mean, now you have Kyrie getting traded. I mean, this year was like pretty much, it looked like the year when KD Kyrie were both healthy. They were like, they had the big winning streak. They're beating good teams. And I, I was really anti on trading him. I want them to keep him, but I guess he would have made a lot of problems. And I guess you're rid of these problems because Harden last year 
you knew he wasn't playing well. He wanted out, and we wanted him out. But Kyrie just kind of like came out of the blue. Yeah, I didn't want any of these trades. I didn't want Kyrie traded. I didn't want Ben Simmons. Uh, I will say I did want Harden because the thought initially was like, wait, you can get Harden to have Harden, Katie, and Kyrie? But the universe wasn't ready for that big three. They never were healthy. They were 13-3 and three together, and they crumbled in the uh, – you know, playoffs. It was never. It was never meant to be. It was too much. And you know, I didn't trust this organization to pull off a Kyrie trade, but they did, and I'm happy with it. And like you said, Saturday night watching that Nets game, it was riveting. You know, it was it was unexpected. But we have a coach now. People don't talk enough. I was saying this to some of the homies in the block in the Brooklyn Brigade today. People don't talk about it, uh, enough about Steve Nash when they try to like troll the Nets. That's because people, you know, they just you know they want to joke. They really don't know any of the facts. It's like, when you talk about the disaster that the Brooklyn Nets were, you have to factor in that Steve Nash was an unexperienced head coach leading them. That was a huge factor. Jacques Vaughn is coaching these guys up. He's got eight guys on his bench and on the floor Saturday night, and they're able to to beat the Wizards. Tonight, they go toe-to-toe with Kawhi Leonard, with Paul George, with Terrence Mann, with Al Horford. Just kidding. Nick uh, Batum said that. Someone noticed him in New York City, and uh, after they took the picture with him, they said, thanks, Al Horford. I love the Celtics. <laughs> and also, I mean, I wonder if that Celtics game, like the last game, Kyrie played Gantes had a little bit like I done going there and losing. Because if, uh, if you had Steve Nash coaching like this game and all the other games KD wasn't playing, every game would look like that Nets-Celtics game, getting outscored from the beginning and getting blown out. The way he's coaching them, he's drawing up plays. I mean, obviously, you have the Cam Thomas go off. But, I mean, I'm looking, if they can't get, I guess, Van Vliet, I'm looking towards possibly Nikola Vucevic. Because he's a center, he could shoot, could hit free throws, and I hear the Vols might be breaking up that big yeah. because they're not going to nowhere this year. Yeah, thanks for the call, Josh. It's going to happen soon. And Kyrie went out super sad, right? The last game that he plays for the Brooklyn Nets, he goes up to Boston, his former team, Little kids are stomping on his jersey, and when the Nets lose, all you hear is, Kyrie sucks. Kyrie sucks. Yeah, he quit on the team after that. Coward. Coward. (laughs) And now Nets fans know what Celtics fans felt and what Cavs fans felt, and the Kyrie haters get a win. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Right back. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The ball game is over, and Shea Stadium will close its doors for the final time this afternoon. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Not going to sleep yet. Some folks are just clocking in. Shout out to all my people on the night shift. Like me. I gotcha. Trying to make your uh, work time go a little easier. A little better. Till 2 a.m. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host on the fan. Looking around, checking things out. And uh, I think we're going to talk a little puck. I think we're going to get into the devils. I saw Bo Horvat. Made his Islanders debut. Got a new guy on that squad. Good win for them. And it's always good when all three teams win. I think I was on, not last Friday, or maybe well, maybe it was Friday when all three teams won. Uh, no, it couldn't have been because they were on All-Star break. So two Fridays ago. You know, I'm getting my puck knowledge up. I'm a Devils fan now. Let's talk to some Devils fans. Let's go to... James in North Arlington, New Jersey. What's up, James? How are we doing? Uh, I tell you what, it was it was a real pleasure meeting you that night at the uh, at the racetrack. So we know who each other are. Yes, sir. So uh, this came from the Devils, and uh, yeah, you know, a little history maybe, but uh, you know, it's great to see that you're a Devils fan. But it's great to see hockey being talked on the fan, and I think that what's lost often is the fact that. In the last 40 years, the Devils are celebrating their fourth anniversary. The Devils have won three Stanley Cups, and the Rangers have only won one. And uh, unfortunately, that's lost <laughs> in the New York media. They make it seem like the Rangers Convenient. are, 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 are <laughs> conveniently lost. Right, you're right about that. So, but the Devils, like I told you what I called uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think that they're happy that they can play and they could kill us because the idea is to be the Devils. Uh, and this new coach, well, no, he's not a new coach, but he reminds me a lot of Pat Burns, who what the Devils won their last Stanley Cup with because Lindy Ruff is a no-nonsense guy. Like tonight after the win, he made it very clear that they didn't play well. And, and I tell you, the only way you win and win a Stanley Cup and make the playoffs and make a run is that you have to remember – that every game is important. And that's how Pat Burns was. He was a no-nonsense coach. He, he he wasn't afraid to call things out as they were. And I think the players respect that. Too many times we hear that, like the coach, he can't say anything. In other words, 
he has to be so careful. He can't like 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 be too rough on the players. And the bottom line is that never wins because, and especially in hockey, because if we go back to basketball, I mean, you're just talking about like the coaches of the Nets. Like when they talk about their players, they're like afraid to even mention that they have players. Yeah. And I think that the Devils have the perfect coach. He never embarrasses anyone, but but he makes it very clear that when they win, it's important. But if they win and the game wasn't played properly, that they got to play better and take nothing for granted. I think the players admire that. And I, whatever he's doing in the locker room in between periods, I'll tell you something. I mean, he won't tell us what he's really saying, but obviously, I, I don't know. It's working. He fits with them. Lindy Ruff just has a certain demeanor and delivery that I'm sure they respond to, and he keeps it real. Like you are saying, these are grown men. You know, you can't be afraid to hold grown men accountable. It's professional sports. And well, they, uh, they had a three-goal lead, and they could have lost that game. But they You're didn't. right. But, but look at the Nets. I, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, listen, I mean, your colleague, I've been, he's, he's a great guy. I, I know him for, 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 for over 20 years when he used to cover the Nets, and I was covering the Nets back in the Nets' heyday when they were making the finals. But, but I mean, he's still sticking up. For, for, for some of the players. It's time to move on. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, after a while, you only can rationalize so much. And, and even the, even the, this new Devils team, they got rid of players from last season that didn't fit the team motto of that it's a team game. And I think, again, we, all, we often forget that basketball, hockey, especially basketball and hockey, it's a team sport because you're, you're on the ice, you're on the court with five or six players, and you have to be able to play together. It's not, it's not football. It's it definitely, it's, it's it's not football, and it's you know it's 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 definitely not baseball. You you really have to get along on the ice or on the court. It's very it's so different than I guess if you're on a work site and you're, and you're doing construction, and a guy's operating a backhoe and the other guy is a shovel and you're in the hole. You got to know that the guy's down below. You can't dump the dirt on him. Yeah. It's a team. It's it's together. You know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Thanks for the call, James. I mean, Devils won, Rangers won, Islanders won, and we're hoping that all three of these teams get to where they need to be, and that's playoffs. We're hoping that we have three teams to root for in playoff hockey. Obviously, the Islanders make the move for Bo. They're going for it. They're trying to be in it, and the Devils and the Rangers sitting in good position as well. Let's go to our resident hockey expert. Paul Rosenberg, Mr. Hockey, you? That's you, man. I'm, I, I'm just glad you love hockey. No, I. The three local teams are playing very well right now, specifically the Rangers and the Devils. There's a month, March third, which is a Monday, is the NHL trade deadline. Both the Rangers and Devils are going to take really big swings. Mm-hmm. I think. If you're a hockey guy, you'll know these names: Vladimir Tarasenko, Timo Meyer. Like these are the and these are big, big scorers, big guys that absolutely both local teams will be going after. So it should be an exciting time. I think the Devils can go really far, maybe even farther than the Rangers, depending on who they get. I love what the Devils are doing. Now they need goaltending, and that's always the key if you're a hockey fan. You need goaltending, but if they get that, I think the Devils have a really good shot to go. Deep, the goaltending, and they're very young, and that's something that in hockey takes a little bit more precedence over other sports. Is 
you need like a an older veteran in the, in the room who's been there before, yeah. who knows the Stanley Cup games are tough, slow, grind them out yeah. games. So you not you're, for you're lack not of a better phrase, Vanacek, he's not going to cut it, or or Mackenzie Blackwood, or you know, Mackenzie Blackwood. Right. Yeah. You need for lack of a better phrase, you need an adult in the room, and that's yeah. for so. And when you have guys like Nico Heischer, Dougie Hamilton, Jesper Bratt, Graves. And how can I forget Jack Hughes? Jack Didn't Hughes. forget him. Just and even Andre Pilat, who they signed like, in the offseason. You know that you have tonight. guys that can go out there and get it done. Yep. You need someone that can stand on their head. That's a term that I hear a lot when you're talking about these goalies, especially as we get to the playoffs. That's That can decide a series. Yes. Yes. Wait till you get to the Rock for a, for, for a Stanley Cup playoff game. I know. I and want honestly, to. And <laughs> honestly, I, 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 I think if I'm pretty sure – Unless something weird happens, it's going to be Rangers Devils first round. I think that's how it's going to be turned up. Which is going to be an awesome series. Like, so, like, that will be an awesome series for all of, like, the diehard hockey fans that are around the city, which I know they're out there. That will be an incredibly fun series. I think I'm trying to go to the Jets Devils game Sunday, February 19th. Uh, just because I can't really go Monday through Friday, right? I got to go on a Saturday or Sunday, and I think that Sunday night actually works best. Um, I don't know. I, I I like the Saturday vibe a little bit better, but maybe I I'll, I'll hit Sunday because if I don't go to that Sunday, I'm not going to be able to go to March, and then that's like too far from now. Yes. All right. Let's talk to another Devils fan on the fan. We talk about the Devils here now. Andrew is in Summit. What's up, Drew? Keith, what's up, man? Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Just got home from the Peru. The Rock was rocking tonight on a Monday night. You know, it hey. wasn't a totally full crowd, but it was loud, man. Proves that Jack Hughes is the guy, you know. It was, it was really fun to watch. Honestly, I want to give GM Tom Fitzgerald some credit. You know, before the season, people were like, oh, when are the Devils going to be legit? He's like, why not this year? Why not us? And he was right. You know, this team's young. They're hungry. They want to win. So it was just really fun night at the Peru tonight. Um, and then transitioning quick, I know we're talking puck, but well, I feel like no one's really been talking about this Brian Flores story tonight. You know, him taking the DC yeah, job in, in, in Minnesota, yep. passing up the Arizona job. I just wanted to get your opinion on that. You know, Vikings D was rough this year. I mean, not saying Arizona is the best job, but just wanted to get your opinion on why. Nobody you wants to be around Kyler game. Murray. Nobody exactly. wants That's to go anywhere that. near that kid <laughs> and that contract. <laughs> I know no one wants to be no one wants to be the coach there for a long time with him there, but I just wanted to see if you had any other perspective. And uh, I appreciate it, man. Super Bowl, I think Chiefs are being slept on. That's about all I have to say. I hope so. Thanks for the call, Drew. I'll take it from here. Um, yeah. So when I saw Brian Flores took that Minnesota job, a few things. I joke about Kyler Murray, but it's not a joke. Um, they signed him. Arizona signed him, and that's Cliff Kingsbury got got Cliff. Kingsbury's guy, and they got him up out of there. So, like, now you're tied to this uh, 5-5 quarterback that people are saying is all about himself, and he's rehabbing from a torn ACL. They have no quarterback there. You don't want to go anywhere that they don't have a quarterback. Like, that can change your whole fate. And as a defensive guy, as a defensive coordinator, you look at Brian Flores, he was a head coach down in Miami, and then he took the job with the Steelers, which was probably the only job offered to him. And now he can kind of pick his destination. I don't know if he's going to get a head coaching job again or an offer. But um, when you look at the Vikings, they're a team that won 13 games. They were in the playoffs. 
They have arguably the best wide receiver in the league. They can score. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. But they can't stop anybody. So he's looking like, all right, if I go over there and we figure out this defense in the NFC North, Aaron Rodgers is about to depart. The Bears are a mess, but they have a top pick and a lot of cap space. Still probably won't be that competitive next year. And then you got the Lions to deal with. If you can beat the Lions, most likely the Vikings win the North again and go right back to the playoffs with a better defense. Maybe they can make a run with uh, Captain Kirk, Jay Jettas, Dalvin Cook, and the rest of those guys. Who knows? But yeah, uh, I think that's more interesting for Giants fans because uh, with Flores taking that gig, Mike Kafka might be the guy over there. I got to read a little more on Kafka if I, you know, if I read something that makes me think that he's he's going. I I think he should run it back another year with Jones and with Dable and uh, see what he can do with the Giants because they did such a, a good job this year and you you saw them kind of evolve. Their off their offense got built out. Imagine what it can look like next year, the second year with the quarterback and actually putting some weapons receivers into the system. Who knows? 877-337-6666. We got to break it down. We'll be right back after this. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Got a lot of 50 tonight. I don't mind it. I love 50. And I think we are celebrating... 20 years since Get Rich or Die Trying, right? Yeah. That is that is why I'm heavy on 50 tonight. Man, 20 years. 20 years. Oh, I'm old. I'm cooked out here. I'm washed. I got to hang it up. I know. 20 years since <laughs> one, of the, one, one of the top hip-hop albums. Oh, no. I was a so kid. So good. I was a kid putting that album in, hearing that uh, half-dollar like, drop. Yep. I had that, uh, you know... I had that on a three-disc CD changer player. Oh, I, I, had, I had one of those, too. Like, just a CD player walking around school. Yeah. Just the, a the CD disc player. Man, the disc man. Oh, no, nah, we're cooked. We're done out here now. Couldn't fit in your pocket, <laughs> so you just had to carry around the CD player when you're walking outside? Just yeah. had to carry the big silver case? I did. <laughs> we all did. Yeah, we all did. I'm it, just saying. You were I did cool too. if you had one. Yes, sir. You were cool if you had one. I remember getting one for my birthday, I think, when I was... 12 uh and i think 50 dropped when i was like 13 14 year old would have been and uh yeah it's 20 years today it was february 6th so it's 20 years yeah, legit today i was a 14 year old freshman and uh i mean i'd already known 50 from wangsta and how to rob and when he dropped this album though it, this is a no skips album banger and, after banger uh, after banger everyone learned the words within like the first month and it got played everywhere, and everybody had the CD. I remember burning copies for my friends. Mm-hmm. I had a burnt copy. Oh, I didn't yeah. have the actual copy. I, and, like, I didn't have the actual album. I got a, a burnt copy. And In the Club is such a good opening single. If you just, because it's such a catchy, it, it was so catchy, and it would just. Dr. Flow, Dre. It was just, so good. He knew what to do, you know, between uh, having Slim Shady, having Marshall Mathers, and then getting uh, Curtis Jackson. 50 Cent, he knew what type of beats to give these guys, how to market them. Were they videos. there last night at the Grammys? 
M wasn't there, right? I don't think I saw M. And That's a strange admission because they did a big hip hop thing for the yeah. last fifty years. I'm not gonna hold you. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just was waiting to see uh, Jay Z do God did, and my mom was watching it, and um, I think she hit me like they're about to do this hip hop uh, tribute, and I turned to it as Public Enemy was on, and that means I caught it in the beginning. Public Enemy came out, you know, earlier yeah. in hip hop, but I just was amazed with how well they executed like different eras artists from different cities going from one to another and it was long overdue it was long overdue for the grammys to let hip-hop be hip-hop 50 years i guess it took uh to let somebody you know architect a hip-hop performance i mean like glorilla performed like she she came up this year this past year she she hasn't even been known for half a year i feel like a uh, year, I'll give Glorilla a year, cause when she when she jumped on that um track with, and put Cardi on it, she was on in New York. They play her stuff on Hot ninety seven. But yeah, anyway, Keith McPherson on the fan, hip hop head forever, will always be, uh, but a sports head, and that's what we do here. We talk sports. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. I'm gonna take a couple quick calls, but you know with this Kyrie stuff, you know I'm looking at uh you know my Twitter and you know Twitter's hilarious. It's a fake place. It's not real. Uh, there's so many tough guys on Twitter. There's so many people with, with things to say. And there's so many people on Twitter that like to tell you what you think or what you said. And it's it's hilarious to me. So, you know, you can you can be two things, right? You can support your team and players on your team. And then when they're not on your team, not be supportive of them. Like, I don't support James Harden. When James Harden was on the team, I supported James Harden. I'm a Nets fan. And Friday when I came in here, I wore my Vince Carter jersey. Not a Kyrie jersey. Now I've got a couple Kyrie jerseys, about four pairs of sneakers, a couple Kyrie shirts. They're garbage. They're garbage because he went out sad. He tainted his time here with the Brooklyn Nets, and that's okay. That's okay. Some people want to stay stuck, though. Am I supposed to stay stuck? If I supported a guy from my home state that played for my home team, right? If I supported this guy because I thought a lot of times he was misunderstood, a lot of times he was given a bad rap. That doesn't mean that now I see differently. That doesn't mean now I can't feel differently. You should be able to change your mind. You should be able to think differently about things. And as soon as I saw him put himself in front of the team Friday, that's when I was pretty much done. And we talked about it on WFAN from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. And I wasn't going to waste the rest of my show on it, especially when we didn't know what was going to happen. But now that we know what happened and it's final and it's over i'm down to talk about it uh let's take a couple calls on it let's go to rob down in cape may what's up rob hey keith what's up how are you i'm great man i love being back in barclay center it's crazy i i stayed away when i felt like it was toxic with the whole anti-semitism stuff and the protest out there i didn't go to many games but i went tonight and i'm probably going right back tomorrow to see devin booker and Spencer Dinwiddie, and then I'll probably go Thursday, trade deadline day, and it's like, all right, I'm right back in the building the way I was in years before. Nice. Keith, I really like this trade. They got bigger, which is good for when they face Boston. Yep. Um, Dinwiddie's got that mama mentality, which I love. It's, it's really good to see him back. We got Cam Thomas now who's going to get a lot of run. Yep. Um, he he is who he is. We we know how he can score. Um, yep, we knew I in summer really league like last trade. year. I don't hate it. 
No, I don't hate it at all. They got more for Kyrie than I thought. Originally, when I was saying don't trade him, I'm like, I don't think they're going to be able to improve the team. Like, just make him play. But honestly, you know, once he requested the trade, he's unplayable. You can't force him to play. You can't put him back on the court. And I think something came out where he said if a trade wasn't reached, he would, like, you know, just come back and play. But it was too far gone, man. This was the last trick. This was the last stunt. This was the last straw, the straw that broke the camel's back where the Nets said, all right, we're done playing with you, bro. You you don't have any leverage here. You know, you're here because you opted into your contract. You're making $36.9 million. That's not enough? We're supposed to run you a four-year, $200 million max contract because you beat the Knicks and made the All-Star team? Nah, that's not what's going on here. We're good. We'll trade you. We'll send you to Dallas. Yeah, it's time to turn the page on him and get excited about the team we got now. I am. We felt it Saturday. I went in there and saw it with my own eyes tonight. Back to back. There's another game tomorrow and a game Thursday. Our Nets world has been built. <laughs> we, we're we going to keep uh-huh. playing. The Nets aren't going to crumble. Uh, we were here before Kyrie came in. We'll be here after. And his he's going to have a wild 30 for 30. That's on him. His legacy, whatever he wants to do with it. Let's see if he gets a max contract from the Mavericks or any other team. But, yeah, that's that's not our business. we got business to handle without uh, Kyrie. He's just uh, – it's just unfortunate that, you know, he sold the fan base and the fans on this whole, like, local dream of growing up and watching the Nets. It's something that a lot of us related to. Uh, but he's full of it. The guy put himself in front of the team, and that's not cool ever. Yeah, sad but true. Um, I saw on Instagram that you got some time with Ricky Henderson. Yeah, um, bro. That's really cool. He was my guy. Uh, playing um, him and Mattingly in the 85 season, I just want to tell you. Mattingly won the MVP. Ricky came in third. It was a great season. I think they won 97 games and they fell ga- two games short of winning the. the uh, Before my the time, man. I wish I was a little older to have seen that. Thanks for the call, Rob. Uh, yeah, I'll say that. Uh, I did an interview with my guy, Jules. He's the host of Dugout Station, baseball channel he's putting together. And he asked, you know, was there anybody there that really caught my attention or anyone that I was starstruck by? And it was Don Mattingly. Um, I saw Donnie in the private room, and I was like, yo, it was Don Mattingly. And honestly, I went into this event knowing that there were people that paid for pictures and autographs and stuff like that. So I wasn't taking pictures with the players in the venue um, Saturday, I kept it completely professional. I didn't take pic- pictures with anyone, so I didn't get a picture with Donnie Baseball. But yeah, seeing Don Mattingly was, you know, the one guy that I was like, whoa, like, you know, seen this guy on TV, documentary, seen him for years, never got to see him play as a Yankee. So meeting him and seeing him in person was super cool. And then Sunday, I was like, all right, this thing's pretty much over. And we're all kind of chilling in our like private green room area in the back, like, um, you know, not in the venue where all the fans are. I'm like, let me get a couple picks for social media i know the importance and the power of social media it was fun 877-337-6666 still got a ton to talk about i've got two more hours let's break here call me up and we'll be right back after this t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.